All right. Uh, hello, this is Explore Your Roots again. And today we're going to go over another ancestor of mine from my dad's side of the family named Philip Packer Esquire. So as is customary, we are going to try to summarize his life's events and give you a greater picture of who he was. All right, let's go. Okay, so again, a lot of this information comes from online sources such as Family Search, uh, but it also comes from some books that I found about his estate and some other historical documents I found online. Uh, there's a really neat, thorough book called On Footings from the Past by Adana Smith Packer that talks in great detail about the origins and legacy of the Packer family in England. Okay, so Philip Packer Esquire comes through my dad's side of the family. And my connection to him starts with me, then to my dad, then his dad, my grandpa Wilford, then his dad, Paul, and then his mom, Clara Packer, and then her dad, Alonzo, and to his dad, Jonathan, and his dad, Moses, and then his dad, Aaron, and then his dad, Philip, and then his dad, Philip again, and then we finally get to Philip Packer Esquire. So in other words, that is my ninth great-grandfather. Philip was born June 7, 1618 in Groombridge, Kent in England. He was the fourth of nine children born to John Packer and Philippa Miles. In 1618, the year Philip was born, his father John had recently acquired the land of Groombridge. John was working for the Prime Minister, and so most likely Philip, along with the rest of his siblings, grew up in London at Shellingford Manor, one of his father's favorite properties and frequent homes. Philip's godparents were the Duke of Buckingham, whose name was Baron Hay, and the Lady Dorset. Not much is documented about Philip's youth, but we know that he followed his two older brother's footsteps and attended Oxford to study law and finished from Trinity College, the Oxford Law School, on December 11th of 1635, when he was only 17 years old. Philip then is what they called a barrister, which is a practicing lawyer and worked at or was appointed in the Middle Temple. To practice such law, you had to be appointed through a court such as this one. Philip was also an astute businessman and owned a few other estates throughout England and Ireland and was also in the shipping business. One recorded event of Philip practicing is an affidavit given on May 4, 1645, stating that Robbins, an ensign at Newbury, threatened his life for seizing lead brought from Donningham Castle. Uh, I'm not too sure what that all was about, but it sounds like a really fascinating story. So John was most likely a stern but loving father who enjoyed a close relationship with his family. Philip, his son, probably had a really good relationship with him. As we can see in a letter Philip wrote to his father John in 1640, addressed to my dearest and most honored father. When John, Philip's father, died in 1649, he left the Groombridge estate to George, Philip's older brother. However, George was accidentally shot and passed away, leaving Philip in charge of the estate. In 1653, at 35 years old, 
He married Isabella Berkeley, the daughter of Sir Robert Berkeley and Elizabeth Conyers Berkeley. Basically, Philip Packer married for her money and position. He then brought his new bride, Isabella, to live with him at his home at the Groombridge estate. Okay, in 1660, Philip decided to rebuild Groombridge, which meant he had the old structure torn down and a new one built right in its place with the help of fame architect Christopher Wren, which is the same one that still stands today. This manor may even look familiar to you. That is because it is the house of the Bennett family in the movie Pride and Prejudice. There's a cool behind-the-scenes video they made about this Groombridge place, and I'll place the link to that video in the description below. At Groombridge Manor, while living with Isabella, Philip had several children. Beginning with the oldest, Robert was born in 1654. John and Catherine both followed, being born in 1655. Then came Elizabeth in 1659, then Isabella in 1660. And lastly, Temperance was born in 1663. In 1661, Philip was nominated for membership in the Royal Society of London. This is the oldest scientific society in the world and a prestigious organization. Philip didn't participate much in the debates of the society, but there is a recorded event which he addressed the society on a petrified elm tree he had seen in Berkshire. Philip, coolly enough, was elected to sit on the Geologic Commission of the Royal Society in 1664. Philip's marriage to Isabella was a proper one, seeing that her family came from wealth and power. That being said, Isabella was not Philip's only lover. Philip also had a side lover named Sarah Iskar. Not only was she his lover, but they also had three children at the same time Philip was having children and living with Isabella. Those children are James, born in 1659, William, born in 1662, and Philip, of whom I come from, in 1664. Some scandal was avoided because Sarah did not live at Groombridge, but lived at a residence in London and then at one of his properties in Ireland. Because of Philip's work, he constantly and regularly made trips to see and be with his other family. In 1664, Philip's legitimate wife, Isabella, died, which meant that Philip could remarry. So, in an orderly fashion, Philip married Sarah and had her moved to Groombridge in 1666. Unfortunately, because Philip's legitimate children did not like their half-siblings very much, none of their three children moved to the Groombridge estate. Around 1668, Philip held the office of paymaster, which oversaw the construction of new buildings in Greenwich and Winchester. Not much documentation exists after Philip's last wedding until Sarah dies in 1677 at only 52 years old, and she was buried at Groombridge. The next record we have is Philip's will, which he writes in 1684. In his lengthy will, we see some examples of his possessions, such as a silver basin, which he gives to his son John, or a silver tankard that he gives to his daughter Catherine. The list goes on, pledging many of his possessions away to family and friends. On Christmas Eve of 1686, Philip silently passed away while reading a book in his secret garden at Groombridge at the age of 68.
He was after entombed at the Groombridge Chapel, and his memorial reads, In hope of the resurrection of eternal life, here are laid to rest the mortal but Christian remains of Philip Packer Esquire. And there you have it, the life and history of Philip Packer Esquire. Hopefully you learned something, and as always, feel free to comment and add more information if you have any. In the meantime, learn something about your own ancestors and share it. And don't forget to like and follow us on YouTube for cool visuals and pictures, as well as the audio version on Apple Podcasts to learn more about histories.